I believe in Christ, he is my king. All my heart to him I'll sing. I'll raise my voice in praise and joy. In grand amens, my tongue employ. Welcome back to the I Believe in Christ podcast. I am your host, Conrad Southworth. Uh, this is the podcast where I talk about church news for the past week, and we go over the lesson in Come Follow Me for Individuals and Families. Um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome, and you can head over to ibelieveinchrist.net if you'd like to know more about the podcast or, I don't know, have any additional information. Uh, give me a review on iTunes if you feel so inclined or any other uh, podcast platform that I'm on. Um, anyway, that's uh, pretty much it for introduction. This podcast, uh, this episode is going to be pretty short. Um, I was traveling over the weekend. Um, I didn't have my stuff to record. So uh, I'm going to forego the church news this week, and I'll just do two weeks worth next week. And we'll follow up with uh, President Nelson on the Latin America tour that he just got back from. Um, and so this week, we'll just cover uh, Lesson 35 in the Come Follow Me manual, 1 Corinthians 14 through 16. God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. This is for September 2nd through 8th. So uh, yeah, bear, bear with me. This will be a little bit short, um, just getting it out there for you guys. And then uh, next week, everything will be back on schedule. So uh, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. And light. I believe in Christ, he ransoms me. From Satan's grasp, he sets me free. And I shall live with joy and love in his eternal courts above. All right. Um, so I know I said this is going to be quick, and it might be faster than quick. Because I am home alone with two uh, two toddlers, so... I'm kind of recording this in between uh, them. They're trying to go to bed right now, but they're probably going to come interrupt me. Anyway, um, not that. Anyway, so September 2nd through 8th, uh, 1 Corinthians chapters 14 through 16, God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. So just going off the title and kind of uh, one of the themes throughout, like that are in this lesson, not necessarily that incorporate the whole lesson, but God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Um, in the introduction here, it just says it's a very important thing to remember, um, just for your own like peace of mind and for your own testimony. That as things come up, remember God is not the author of confusion; He's the author of peace. So generally speaking, if something is confusing you. I mean, obviously things are confusing in life, but um, if we're studying something and it brings us peace, then that comes from God. And if it brings us negative feelings or, uh, you know, contention or things like that, um, we know where those feelings come from. Um, so I think that's a very good uh, piece of advice. And then the other theme or piece of advice throughout this is stick to what, like, remember what you know. And so as things come up or things arise that you're not sure about, that maybe you haven't heard before, or some piece of random, uh, you know, church history that you you don't really agree with, just remember what you do know. And that's kind of what uh, Paul is telling the Corinthians, uh, Corinthian saints at this time when they start preaching all 
like things that, uh, you know, there's no, there's no, uh, resurrection after we die was one of the things. And so he's just telling him, Hey, remember what I taught you. Remember what you know, that Christ came, he died for our sins and he rose again on the third day. Um, and because of that, you know, the atonement, the resurrection, just remember the truths that I've taught you. So really important things for the Corinthian saints, also really important things for us. As things comes up, things come up in our lives, uh, it's important just to, re- to remember what you do know, and that can definitely help you get through any hard times that you might have or struggles of faith. Um, this God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. I probably think about that like twice a month. Just It uh, usually comes to me. It's one of those uh, scriptures that are like staples in my mind. Anyway, um, moving on to the first section, it says, I can seek the gift of prophecy. And this whole section is about how important it is to have the gift of prophecy, who can prophesy for the church and for the world, and basically, no, like, who can't? So the prophet can do that. Uh, I don't have the ability to do that. No one else does. Um, it's just the prophet that can do that. But uh, as I was reading this section, uh, that is from 1 Corinthians 14, uh, I was thinking about President Nelson's, one of his first addresses to in general conference after he became uh, president of the church. And so I don't remember, I remember leaving like, or watching conference and I, I just remember him talking about how we have to seek personal revelation in our lives. And so um, as I was reading this, it just reminded me of that. So a quick quote from his uh, April 2018 conference talk, Revelation for the Church, Revelation for Our Lives. It says, I urge you to stretch beyond your current spiritual ability to receive personal revelation. For the Lord has promised that if thou shalt seek, thou shalt receive revelation upon revelation, knowledge upon knowledge, that thou mayest know the mysteries and peaceable things that which bringeth joy, that which bringeth life eternal. So President Nelson just urging us to seek personal revelation. Um, His talk is very good, and he talks about how important it is, and that basically he says that soon it won't be enough unless we have the constant companion of the Holy Ghost with us, that we won't be able to make it spiritually uh, in these last days. So a really good section, and there's tons of other references here. Um, and then I recommend going and checking out this talk um, if you're interested in or uh, you know, want to check it out about uh, personal revelation. Uh, the next section was, Why did Paul say women should keep silent in the church? Um, so this section just talks briefly about uh, the role that women had, but um, it talks about the jo- Joseph Smith translation and where he's talking about they shouldn't keep like just the last chapters, they were saying that women should pray in church and do all these things in church. And so he's saying it's talking about women that are trying to assert power from the leaders of the church and um, that are, you know, they want the the power that the, the leaders have. They want to be the bishop or something like that. So um, you can read through this section. Um, and there's also the women in the church gospel topics on topics.lds.org or topics.churchofjesuschrist.org now. Um, the next section was Jesus Christ gained victory over death. So, um, again, the resurrection, uh, it talks about the, uh, Christ being resurrected and because he was resurrected, everyone else will be resurrected. 
Um, but it talks about in 1 Corinthians 15, 14, uh, Paul says, then is our pre... So if he's saying if there is no Christianity, if uh, Christ isn't, wasn't resurrected. So people are saying there's no, res- there's no life after death. And he's saying if there's no life after death, there's no Christianity. And then he says, then is our preaching in vain and all- your faith also in vain? And so uh, he's just saying that, that you would be believing in something that never happened and we'd be preaching about like something that doesn't even matter. But because Christ was resurrected, there will be a resurrection for every person that has ever lived on the earth. And then he talks about resurrected bodies and the difference between resurrected bodies. And he talks about the celestial, the terrestrial, and the telestial resurrected bodies. And how they, you know, the celestial body is like the sun, the terrestrial body is like the moon, and the telestial body is like the stars, the brightness that they have. And so, um, to my knowledge, we're the only church that, like, actually teaches, like, what uh, Paul was talking about here, (laughs) three degrees of glory and everything. Um, Don't fact check me on that, because I don't know, but um, I've never met anyone else that teaches about the three degrees of glory. Um, anyway, so yeah, that is from 1 Corinthians 15, 35 through uh, 54. So uh, he goes through the resurrected um, bodies and talks about the differences there. Um, and then there's a few ideas for family, home evening, and scripture study. Um, yeah, I didn't, uh, nothing really <laughs> to, to note on those. Um, you can read through them with your family if there's... Uh, if you're looking for something to do. Um, and then it says in the improving, per, improving personal study, it says, look for patterns in the scriptures. We find patterns that show us, uh, that show how the Lord does his work. What patterns do you find in first Corinthians 14 that help us understand how to teach and edify one another? And then he says, uh, see also doctrine and covenants 50, 13, 13 through 23. And so, um, just as I was reading that, uh, patterns in how the Lord works. I've been listening to This is the Gospel podcast. Uh, it's one of LDS Living's podcasts. Um, I recommend checking it out. So um, I drove down to St. George and back this past weekend, so I had that on. And uh, one of the things in like a lot of the stories I was hearing is that God works through other people. So um, meaning that like you, when you need something from the Lord, usually it, he doesn't like you know, show up there with an angel and bless you with whatever you need. But usually he uses other people to answer prayers. And um, story after story from the podcast, it was just like crazy how often the Lord just uses somebody else. And, you know, they they get a prompting or they're in the right place at the right time for some other person's, you know, crisis of faith or some other person having, you know, a hard time with money or whatever it is, um, you know, they're, they're an answer to a prayer and usually them helping is, uh, an answer to a prayer of their own. And so it was just very interesting. Um, you know, as you're looking for patterns or you're looking for patterns in your life, uh, it's definitely that the, the Lord works through people, uh, you know, to bring to pass his work. And so, uh, pretty interesting. And yeah, that's pretty much it for the lesson this week. Like I said, short. Um, we'll pick up next week uh, when things are back on schedule. Darn three-day weekend. 
Um, but I hope you enjoyed, and I hope you're enjoying Come Follow Me. I'm enjoying it. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening.